Today's program is brought to you by Whole Foods Market. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. I'm Erica Wides, host of Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food. We talk about music. With musical dudes. Finger on the pulse. Snacky tunes. I spent 14 years in the finite cities around about people who were listening to me. My mission in that time was to become more than human. Selling these bricks out of mansion, rap game Glenn Danzig, holding your hoe for ransom, young black punk. I'm feeling like I'm in rancid, they like young flex, you too sick. I'm feeling like I got cancer, ay, ay. Why me pull up with my bro? Pull up, I hop out, I'm on your hoe. If you got problems, you're totally gon' blow. Blowing your brains out all over the flow. Uh, kicking your teeth in your head, didn't you hear what I said? I told you be cautious, so I'ma off you, ay. Look at you, honey, you're dead, ay. I don't want your hoe, she goopin', ay. I'm ballin', but I am not hoopin', ay. And if you got problems, I pull out that chopper and blast you away like her dukin', ay. I'm on top and I'm kicking the wolf, ay. Where you headed, you look, I be bullin'. Why me pull up with my bros and I'm foolin' like Candy Man? I'm strapped with the toolie, ayy. My new chick looking like Kylie, ayy. Diamonds all up in my bright light, ayy. All these Spanish shits on me, ayy. Call me Coyote, no Wiley, ayy. I will not make her my wifey, ayy. That hope be getting too pricey, ayy. Young fussy getting too hypey, ayy. Young fussy getting too hypey, ayy. I got the juice like some hypey, ayy. I got the juice like some hypey, ayy. Young fussy getting too hypey, ayy. Young fussy getting too hypey, ayy. I got the juice like some hypey, I got the juice like some hypey, ayy. Young fussy getting too hypey, ayy. Young fussy getting too hypey. Right, welcome to Snacky Tunes. Uh, I'm one half your host, Greg Bresnitz. Uh, Darren, you there? Hey guys, how's it going? Calling in from the West Coast, Darren Bresnitz. Uh, the, the other half, yeah, we're gonna have to work on this. This is like uh, new territory for us. Um, that was just False Prophet, who will be live in studio uh, later uh, later today. Um, th- big shout out to Phil uh, from Momo for hooking us up. But um, first up, we got Thank Matt Robard. Welcome. Yeah, thanks. Uh, who we know from Food Republic, but now freelance journalism extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, where are you writing these days? I mean, I'm writing for a bunch of people, you know, Lucky Peach, Wall Street Journal, Bon App, whoever will pay. Oh. 
Whoever will, no, whoever will take for hire. Yeah, whoever will take the most interesting story, right? And ever whoever will not pay but has like a bunch of Facebook followers, I'll do some Facebook posts too. Oh, you know, okay. Just shout out to anyone who wants a Facebook post. I can oh. do that. What's a Facebook? Po- what's a- just like I'm a Facebook post guy for hire. Like I'll do a post for free if they have a lot of followers. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's a new model. Yeah, wait. It's can new give, media. Can you give an example? You know, one example is say like um, BuzzFeed has like 18 million followers. I would say buy Koreatown a cookbook on their on their Facebook page, Got and it. it would be for free, but it would be very self promotional. That's Got what it. I'm saying. Excellent segue. <laughs> Matt is actually here not to tell us how the new model of uh, food journalism is working, but he has put together uh, with Dookie Hong uh, a beautiful, beautiful cookbook called Koreatown. Awesome. Great. It, it, awesome. It, it really is um, – it's stunning. I mean we're going to get to all of it, but it, I just want to say it's a beautiful cookbook. It looks really good. Um, what is the what is the genesis for this? I mean, why a cookbook in 2016? Right, why a cookbook? I mean, cookbooks. There are a lot of them. If you go to Barnes and Noble, there's like 17,000 of them on the on the on the shelves. And you know, why a cookbook? Uh, I fell and Duki Hong, my co-author, who's not here today, unfortunately, he's sleeping because uh, he had to work a long shift at Beck Jung. Okay. Restaurant. But uh, this book is, was needed because Korean food really needed uh, to be. Uh, brought to the modern reader uh, you know a lot of times there's been many cookbooks written about korean food but in the past they've been uh kind of sleepier tomes uh, written by food professors or youtube stars and they were very instructional and, and very uh educational but they didn't have the energy mm. uh, of koreatown because mm-hmm. you guys i'm sure have been to koreatown i mean i'm I work right oh, around yeah. the corner yeah yeah darren i mean you're I in mean, la yeah i mean it's funny because i always know when you're in town because my feed on Instagram is just like the best looking oh. raw like like Bonchon meets get ready. I was like, Oh, Matt's in LA but I mean you know, we you know, I have known I think my first experience in LA in Korea Town was Park Barbecue, which is mm. sort of like the most popular one. But, you know, why has Korean food taken so long to get in sort of the mainstream, you know, compared to Chinese food and Japanese food? Mm-hmm. And like I, I feel like even now like it's in the mainstream and it's surpassing it. What do you think it's about It's a good that? question. Uh, you know, Korean food has generally been done with a for us, bias kind of mentality. Uh, these restaurants with all this delicious food have not marketed themselves very well like Thai restaurants and Chinese restaurants. So sure. for years and years, you've walked into these restaurants and you've it's been killer food, but there's been no English on the menu or there hasn't been much of an explanation of all these soups. And in Koreatown, we don't just focus on barbecue. We're going deep into the... Magical right. soup canon of Korean food culture, uh, and you mentioned Parks, which is great. Our cover actually was shot at Parks. Oh wow! Uh, all the banchan on our cover, we went in. We know the owner Jenny; she's really cool, and she just let us shoot a bunch of her food, and it ended up on the cover. I mean, so I just want to go take one quick step back for yeah. for for you and your partner. Like, how did you? kind of come to this like you Mm -hmm. know i mean and of course that's the reason why it hasn't but like how did you convince him how did you feel you know like this is like it was time to do this it was you know a late night of soju and you're like oh we gotta write a book man dude hugging hugging it out as koreans (laughs) are known to do no dookie and i knew each other we were uh part of this guidebook project where we went and ate it like i went to 78 korean restaurants you remember that yeah i think you went out to a bunch of them yeah, I went to uh, Momo and Momo, the one in in the East Village. Oh yeah, that record. Mano Mano. Mano Mano, yeah. One. Well, I went to seventy eight of these restaurants and had to kind of judge them anonymously, uh, like a Michelin inspector. Dookie as well had to do that. We were both hired, and I met him at the kind of big meeting we 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 did to decide on the top thirty Korean restaurants. And at the end of that meeting, we did go out for a few soju bombs, and we <laughs> we were like we were like, okay, what's next? And we'd all like been so deep into Korean food in New York, and I I just loved the way Dookie thought about food. You know, he's a chef and at a really great restaurant called Kang Ho Dong Baekjang in New York. But he's also kind of this uh, food scholar. He really is uh, into Korean food in a way that's unique. So we came together to, to, to write the project and to, to test the recipes in his kitchen. And it's, it's been really, it's worked out well. So, um, getting into the cuisine itself, you know, when you get an Italian cookbook, you know, that's like minimum, like four ingredients, you most likely have it yeah. kind of getting into like, you know, a different, uh, regional cuisine that has like so many ingredients. Yeah. 
Well, what is maybe your first recommendation, people who've never cooked Korean before? Like, where do you yeah. like? Where do you start? Oh, What's yeah. the entry point? The entry point is uh, you know turning on the stove <laughs> and thank, making thank, some. Oh, okay, go yeah. on. No, yeah. no, no. no <laughs> we can, we can get, we'll get there in yeah, like okay, forty five okay. minutes. No, really, it's <laughs> making some anchovy stock, and it sounds kind of crazy, and it will make your house smell like uh, like an aquarium store. But it is what the foundation of cooking Korean food is anchovy stock. You make some anchovy stock, Ooh. and then you can build out from that. You can build all the stocks, the soups, the marinades. Um, but also uh, another thing that a great place to start is is with the jangs. And you've heard of gojujang, I'm sure, yeah. in the food media. It's been written about all the time and time and again. And that's a fermented bean paste that uh, has a bunch of peppers thrown into mm. it, dried pepper flakes. Mm. And that's that's one of the fundamental ingredients uh, for cooking with Korean food. So I would say go to your Asian market, buy some gojujan, buy some dried anchovies, make some stock, and you can cook your way through this book. Yeah, one of the things in the book is how to um, cook Korean food without upsetting your neighbors. <laughs> so like, what are some tips for, for the people who might not be used to uh, the smells well, and the uh, aroma of the Korean food? Well, I think you've got to take uh, a little bit of a lead from your local weed dealer and, and buy a bunch of turkey bags and large freezer bags <laughs> and double bag all your jangs, double bag your kimchi. That's really important. Uh, but really, it's controlling the smoke. You know, this food is really smoky, and it's all about keeping a well-ventilated house, even if it's a small Brooklyn apartment like myself, and I've, you know, smoked it out a few times with Korean food. But uh, but always, uh, you know, in Korea, they have uh, this thing where uh, Koreans will buy kimchi refrigerators, mm. a separate refrigerator for yeah. keeping fermented foods. You know, where we don't really have that. We, we don't have space for two refrigerators. So we, I would say, just wrap up your food. That's key. So, you know, a lot of times when people start cooking a whole new type of cuisine, they look at, like, their spice shelf and their ingredients and realize that they don't have any of the base stuff. What's it going to cost? Mm. Like, how much do you – what's, like, the basics you need to start having your own Korean kitchen at home? So it's really interesting – I mentioned the jangs, gojujan and tenjan. Those are about $5 a, a crack. But when you talk about cooking with Korean food, you're talking about basic larder, your, your basic components like ginger, scallions, uh, garlic, mm. sesame oil, seaweed, things that you're going to find uh, in, in Chinese cooking and in Japanese cooking. There's not a, uh, it's not like uh, the Pok Pok cookbook, which is, I love that cookbook, but there's so many ingredients you have to, you have to like search out for raw ram and, and galangal and, and lemongrass and all this foreign stuff. I think, uh, with cream larder, it's very limited and you, so you can shop through it to answer your question, 30 bucks, go to your local H Mart and you're going to be on your way to cooking Korean food. Now, quick question. You mentioned yeah. kimchi. Did you guys make and bury your own kimchi, <laughs> like, somewhere in Central Park? <laughs> we put it – yeah, it's in, like, Prospect Park. Like, it, it, we'll be picking it up in March. No, we we don't bury our kimchi. They do that still. I've witnessed it, and it's pretty crazy. And it, it is actually it, – it's a great way to ferment. But we have uh, several kimchis in the book. Kimchi is actually – we can think of it as a, as a verb more than a noun. It's mm. actually – a technique of cooking. Mm. So what what is well known is the is the beju um, kimchi is the cabbage kimchi, but really we have uh, all sorts of we have garlic scape kimchi, we have pineapple kimchi actually, which is pretty ridiculous. Uh, is that traditional? No, that's okay. Dookie Hong right there. Okay, <laughs> that's Dookie it. Hong's recipe. But we but kim you can really kimchi you can kimchi hard boiled eggs. You can do a lot of a lot of cool things with with the technique. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick musical break. Uh, then we're going to come back and talk about some of the guest chef recipes yeah. and uh, some of the full squids and other thing that's yeah. going on. Uh, right now we got a oh. <laughs> right now we got a track from Big Ups, uh, who were live in studio a few years back, and then we'll be back with Matt to talk more about Koreatown. Thanks, man.
right, welcome back to Snacky Tunes. Uh, I want to talk about getting guest chefs yeah. to write a recipe. Like, what is the process of you know reaching out to someone? Like, is it a dance? Is it like a call and favor? Like, how does that go? Well, in a dance, our, a Korean dance. <laughs> it's a waltz. No, in our book, we call our our guest recipe section respect. Yeah, uh, because we weren't mm-hmm. just looking for chefs who were putting kimchi on top of something, which is a lot of times how <laughs> Korean food is represented in non-Korean restaurants. So we went to some of our friends in the community who were chef community who were doing really interesting things, who were actually fans of Korean food, which wasn't really hard to find. Most chefs are fans. So, like for example, Sewer Brioza at State Bird Provisions in San Francisco has a great dish with yuba and kimchi and egg and he serves that at saber provision but he also makes his own kimchi Mm. and i remember going to his restaurant and having him take me up this rickety ladder to his like illegal kimchi lab which i probably shouldn't even be talking about now but but (laughs) that's just one of many we have sean brock we have paul key has a really cool grilled cheese with uh with the triple cream from kagura creamery and and green apples and nori and gojan mayonnaise super cool uh we have uh danny bowen has a a bone broth called solantang with with uh, smoked brisket and uni and we just went out to our guys and just said hey like how do you want to respect this cuisine and and you know Getting the recipes themselves was sometimes difficult because chefs aren't really down with the internet sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. No, like, we, we did the right, TV right. show. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it was – but the result was just a document of uh, – a compilation of these cool recipes that are uh, really pushing Korean food forward. Yeah, and it's cool. I mean like the Chambrock one, which is definitely like his like t- take on the south but definitely with yeah. Korean flavors. I mean it's, it's really like – and yeah, we have to also talk about the photos in, in oh. this because they are, they are absolutely stunning. Well, th- thanks a lot. You know – we used two really great photographers, and I know you're familiar with both of them because they've been in the Brooklyn music and yeah. f- uh, food scene for a long time. Sam Harine and Gabby Porter. Yeah. Uh, Sam Harine is uh, the chief photographer, and, and Sam, Duke, and I traveled around the country many times over uh, just shooting uh, photos in restaurants. Yeah, I mean, in these, I mean, when people get their hands on this, it really looks like, you know, they just got finished cooking. You can only yeah. see the steam in a lot of these, or mm-hmm. they just got played in, and it, it, they're, they're alive. They're not like a, it's not dull or, yeah. like, so vibrant. Like, my mouth is legitimately watering going through this book. We thought, uh, well, sorry, what were you going to say in the book? Uh, I'm saying, I'm just, I'm hungry just looking at the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we did, we kind of didn't want to do the uh, thing where you, you shoot all your photos in a photo studio. You know, that's most cookbooks are done that way, where it's like 75 photos in three days and all the plates look similar or the same and you're three days and you're done. Well, we spent all of our money on travel and, and going to these restaurants and shooting with permission, sometimes without permission, but just trying to get the vibe. <laughs> you know, really, it was it was it was touch and go at times. And, you know, in L.A., we we had this crazy night where we had uh, it was my birthday uh, at this at this pochamacha in Wilshire called DGM, and Sam was there, and his camera got sprayed with soju bombs, and we had this, you know, all the great food was lined up, and it it really worked well for the book, and it brought some energy to it that you mentioned. Yeah, I guess now that you're but saying it, it I, sorry, go I, sorry, I feel that it plays more into where you know, sort of like the new media of you know food and photography, and how people learn about food. I feel it plays more to that, like. This speaks to me more and makes me want to get into this cuisine and then go have that experience than what it would be like in the studio. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be insulting to this, but this looks like, uh, now that you say it, like an Instagram mm-hmm. uh, style yeah. of, sh- of shooting where it's like, I mean, um, there's a lot of action in the background. Like there's like people kind of there. I mean, but like in a really yeah. beautiful like stage way, it's like, oh, it's like I'm in the restaurant. Yeah. It looks like it's not a like um, shooting in like a, a bubble. I mean, no. it looks like it's part of the like the real community and like the real thing. Yeah, Greg, it's so true. And we wanted rough edges. You know, we didn't bring any props because we didn't have any. We didn't want perfect. We wanted rough. We wanted like the real table that you find in a Korean restaurant. We wanted real yeah. like chopsticks that have been used a million times over and washed <laughs> and used again and again. Like that's what Korean food is and it brings this energy to it. And and really it is a modern cookbook. We we are very proud, Dookie, Sam, Gabby and I, but what we've been able to put together here, which is um, a document about what it's like to eat in Koreatown in two thousand sixteen. 
And I don't think it's going to change that much in the next 10 years, but it might. And in 10 years, we might do a new version. But I think that's the way cookbooks are going. You know, it's not all about the perfect. It's about the real. And Mm. Instagram is real. So speaking about the modern Korean cuisine, you know, I mean, people know bibimbap, people know bulgogi, things like that. What dishes did you discover Mm. that, that one, blew you away, that it made to stay just in Korean restaurants? as like sort of like a, a personal favorite but not popular and then what do you think the next like breakout dish is going to be for sure darren you know gamjatang is this dish that i love and it's not it doesn't roll off your tongue like bibimbap it's called gamjatang it's <laughs> pork neck that have been stewed for hours and it's in this stew with potatoes and black pepper and perilla leaves and perilla seeds and the broth is a pork stock it's not the the kimchi flavor it's not the sour or spicy that you know you're really usually familiar with and aware of when you're eating korean soups it's this very different uh, style of soup but i mean i've taken chefs there and they've loved it you're picking the pork meat off of the bone and you're dipping it sometimes in the side sauce of of wasabi and, and soy sauce and it's really delicious so that's one and, and the next big thing to break through honestly you know, solantong is bone broth, and bone broth has been at the kind of forefront for a while. I'm sure you've had like 20 guests to talk about bone broth. We actually never brought anybody in to talk about oh, bone no broth. Oh, no bone broth. Yeah, wait, just, that, that, okay. that trend kind of like uh, missed us. Oh, missed you. Well, yeah. I think solantong could be this next big thing with bone broth being a big staple right now in, in, in food culture. But this is the really traditional Korean style of bone broth, and I love it. Amazing. So uh, I know that in addition to the cookbook, you also created a fun playlist to go around with the cookbook yeah um, so I mean and you know you have um, ASAP Deferred CL Black Mouth Super Rainbow not exactly what I think of when I think of Korean food so how did how did this music inspire you for your cookbook and for Koreatown well my friend David who I've just I've been following at Large Hearted Boy you know do you guys know that blog oh yeah He's awesome, oh, yeah. and he, I've been following him since he started doing this thing, uh, blog thing, for about ten years. And I, I was fortunate enough to be able to do a book notes for him. And it was they, he asked me to compile some music that I was inspired by uh, while writing it. So you know, like CL is this is kind of breakout K-pop star, and she's crossing over. Uh, she was in a, a group, Girls Generation, and now she's uh, or in a, uh, sorry, uh, Twenty One, and she's crossing over. Uh, I think. Uh, this guy Keith Ape. Have you heard of that him before? Yeah, Darren. Keith Ape is kind of he's this trap rapper from Seoul, and he did this remix. Um, Itchy Ma is this big hit that you've you probably heard on. Uh, it's been on some indie uh, hip hop stations, and he uh, did this remix with Waka Flocka Flame and Aesop Ferg, and he is dope. He's really cool, man, and I really like this guy, and I think. There's more going on than the manufactured K-pop sound that you're hearing, mm. uh, and then the Psy sound, mm. of course. I think Seoul is a really cool place for music, and you're going to find also a lot of like rock bands that are that are kind of eschewing that manufactured sound and vibe, and and playing and, and hopefully breaking it over in the states. Amazing. So just before we we wrap up, I know that you have a couple events promoting the book yeah. happening uh, up and down the east the, the east coast. And then fingers crossed on the West Coast. But what do you got coming up in the next month or two? Oh, yeah. So we, we're going to be in uh, Philadelphia uh, on Tuesday at Abe Fisher, which is Mike Solomonov's restaurant. And we got this cool event there. And then in two weeks, uh, we'll be done in D.C. with Eric Brunner Yang. Oh, he will be doing uh, – Darren and I are hosting a series of panels uh-huh. uh, at South by Southwest. And um, Eric and Alex Dupac will be doing one of the panels called uh, The Real Cost of Food. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, he's great. It's so cool that you're hooking up with him. He's yeah. he's a rising star. Yeah, met him this week. Awesome. He, he was in town this week cooking for he's, the Beard House. He's a really nice guy. He's super cool, and he has a place called Maketo, which is like a restaurant slash mm-hmm. retail out, out, outlet, and we're doing a big event there in a couple of weeks. And then we're hopefully coming to the West Coast in April. And, uh, Perfect. Good. We'll be there. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, where can people uh, get the book, uh, yeah. order online, hire you for Facebook posts? Facebook posts. <laughs> Definitely. Those are those are freebies, though. I'm not yeah. for hire. Those are free. Yeah. Uh, so koreatowncookbook.com is our website, and it has a bunch of information, but you can order it on Amazon. And, you know, support indie and go to your local local indie bookstore. Book Court in Brooklyn is a great place. Perfect. Um, great. Well, we got one uh, quick musical break, and then we got False Prophet live in studio up next.
Today's program is proudly brought to you by Whole Foods Market, America's healthiest grocery store with more than 400 locations throughout the United States. Download the Whole Foods Market app on your smartphone for recipes, sales, information, and digital coupons. Or visit WholeFoodsMarket.com to find a store closest to you. All right. Welcome back. Paul's Profit Live in studio. Welcome yeah, to the yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to go around and introduce yourselves? Yeah, I'm False Prophet, a.k.a. Hedy Negro. <laughs> um, I'm Siobhan Bledsoe. I'm a poet and essayist. I met him a couple years ago, but I guess we'll go into that later. Yeah, so, yeah. we'll get to all of it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I'm Poozie, a.k.a. government named Parker Black. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's start with the airport. So you guys met in an airport. What is the story behind that? Uh, yeah, so I like, I mean, I knew Parker from like VCU for a while ago. And like what's uh, BCU? Uh, Virginia Commonwealth University. Just got to give reference for everybody who <laughs> yeah. doesn't know. Pain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sweet ass art program. Um, and like, yeah. you know, we like hit it <laughs> off. And then uh, I was like coming back from California on some like uh, spiritual stint or whatever. <laughs> and then I hear this dude like call my name out, and he's just like, "Yo, what's up, Warren?" And I'm like, "Whoa, it's Parker." And he was just like. <laughs> Yeah, like, like South Carolina or some shit. Yeah, in South Carolina, both of our planes have been like delayed and shit. And like, you know, like he was just like, "Oh yeah, like I've been making music in Atlanta." And I was like, oh, "I've been like really trying to make music like in New York, but nobody's really been trying to work with me." And then he was just like, "Yo, let's make music." And I was like, "Oh damn!" And yeah. what type of music were you making at the time? Uh, in Atlanta, I was I had just gotten out of a hardcore band. So I was sort of, like, uh, transitioning from, like, hardcore band music to, like, producing, basically. Yeah. So. Uh, I really wasn't making any music at all. I was just, like, it's, like, just been, like, a kind of brainchild of, like, trying to just, like, finesse it out. Was there a sound in your head or a particular sound? Or was it lyrics or what, what was um, existing at that time? Yeah, it was, like, I mean, it was, like, a lot of, like... Uh, I mean, I knew, like, what I grew up on, which is, like, all, like, anime, you know, like, like a lot of, like, heady, like, black history shit and, like, just, like, kind of, like, wanting to have an outlet for that. And, like, I mean, yeah. it was never, like, a sound. I mean, I had, like, influences, like, Death Grips and, like, like uh, Death and, like, a lot of, like, punk bands and hardcore vibes but like really no outlet yet and you and Siobhan were in a punk band together right that's true it was called a mattress so actually I met Warren so kind of un unbelievable circumstances two years ago we were both accepted to this residency um in Vermont in like the middle of nowhere like bucolic like rural Vermont there was one bar in town called downtown where we actually had our first show what, was it actually downtown was there a downtown the, the downtown movie? was like what, what would you yeah. say downtown was it was like one pub and a bookstore the downtown was, was like a post office yeah. uh, a wing <laughs> shop and like a bar it was like a quarter I mean, so of a like, mile so, strip so everything you need yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I guess, like, I can extrapolate a little bit. Like, I was there as a poet in residence. He was doing installation art, like, a great visual artist. But we both were like, fuck this. I felt like I can't, like, create without stimuli. I'm coming from, like, this environment right here, going to the middle of nowhere in Vermont, like, trying to, like, write a book, you know? So we abandoned that, and we started this, like, punk band called Madras. <laughs> um, did you record? How long lived with it? Yeah, we is did. It still, is it still... Oh, sorry. Is it still existent? It doesn't exist. Okay. R.I.P. Madras. <laughs> only... No, no. R.I.P. only because everyone scattered and dispersed because people came all over the world to the residency. So we had, like, yeah. you know, people in Edinburgh, people in London, people in Guatemala. It was just, like, crazy all over the place so like we're, yeah. we're hitting like like trap shit like <laughs> how to make like uh pies and like really like experimental just like trap yeah a lot of like banging on shit it was super fun nobody super knew fun. how to play instruments how many shows one. Okay. <laughs> no, no, but, but to be fair, we were invited on the small, like, Vermont circuit locally. That's fine. Like, Do you want to come play Stowe Mountain Ski Resort? And we're like, it, I guess. You got to leave them uh, wanting more. So then, um, from Mattress, uh, where did False Prophet be or begin to evolve? Um, I mean, like, it was, it's been, like, a thing. Like, I've been trying to make, like, secretly, like, music forever, like, blasting, like, social media, just, like, like dating like high school just being like yeah i'm about to drop this ep it's gonna be sick <laughs> like hitting up photoshop with like mad album artwork and then like i mean finally it just like 
it started like kind of with like mattress and then it like evolved when I ran into Parker again, you know. And you were also writing some like really dope poetry, like diary of like a young black oh, yeah. boy, like diary of a mad black wimpy kid. kid. Yeah. So after your guys' chance encounter, when did you circle back to start putting the project together? Uh, literally, like <laughs> it's like <laughs> tell them about East New York and our mattress. Literally, yeah, full circle. Not related to the band, just a mattress. No, yeah, no, just, it's great. It's synchronicity here. Solo mattress. Like when I went back, like. It was, like, me and Siobhan living in the same room on the same mattress, and then, like, she moved out, and then, like, probably, like, two weeks later, I was just, like, uh, I gotta dip, you know, like, I gotta make music, mm. and then, like, I was, like, with the mindset of, like, being, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go to, like, Atlanta, start making music, because, like, that's where Parker was, and then, all of a sudden, like, I ran to Parker at, like, a show in Richmond, and he was, like, oh, I just moved back here, so, like... <laughs> I'm ready to. I'm like ready, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, what's the uh, what's the difference between making music in these different scenes, like Virginia versus Atlanta versus New York versus Vermont? Um, well, Vermont, <laughs> there's no music. <laughs> there's there's no music scene in Vermont, but like, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The thing about a lot of these music scenes is it's always re- reactionary. So that if there's nothing to react against. There's yeah. nothing going on. True, true. So, like, for, like, Richmond, for example, it's kind of 50-50 with things happening versus, like, what you can do. Whereas, like, New York, <clears throat> it's, like, 100% you can do it, like, anything you want. Yeah. There's just right. so much shit going on. So you got to love about New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why don't we hear uh, a, a track? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. First rate performance. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. First... First podcast performance Wait, is, doing it live. Are, yeah. are you performing live or is this pre-recorded? No, nah, it's live. Oh, yeah. wow. All right, yeah. let's, let's see this. All right, so False Prophet uh, live on Snacky Tunes. Yo, 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 yo. I'm that nigga, 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 yo. I know, Super Bowl gun holder, I'm that nigga, I'm that nigga, yo. Like, I'm that nigga, I'm that nigga, I'm that nigga. All black Wesley Snipe. I'm that nigga, I'm that nigga, gun me down, gun me down like Wesley. Fuck, fuck, fuck. All I wanna, I wanna do, do is be in my hoopty, getting head to my music. Fuck, 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 fuck. All I wanna, I wanna do, do is get in my hoopty, get head to my fucking music. Yak that speakers booming, heaven sent, ain't no choosing, bitch. Lit off the wine, lit off the drink, fuck your bitch, permanent. Ain't no coming down, I'm on my knees. This is my swan song, I'm on my knees. I'm your own personal Judas Priest. Ain't no coming down, I'm on my knees I'm your own personal Judas Priest Yeah, yeah Niggas die today, nigga fade away Big ass niggas die today, nigga fade away Fuck, fuck, fuck I'm that nigga, I'm that nigga, I'm that nigga I'm that nigga, you don't like Look for me in four days, I'm prison just like Great ain't got no name, fuck it, got a bitch. bitch. All I wanna do is get ahead to my music, yeah, to my music. Riding in my hoopy, yak that speaker's booming. Fuck, yak that speaker's booming. All I wanna do is get ahead to my music. Uh, yak that speaker's booming. Don't put me down, don't put me down, don't put me down. I was led astray, I was led astray, I was led astray. Fuck fake niggas fade away, fuck fake niggas fade away, fuck fake niggas fade away, fade away, fuck fake niggas fade away. I'm that nigga, 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 you don't like. Nigga, 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 I'm that nigga. I'm that nigga, I'm that nigga, I'm that nigga, I'm that nigga. All black Wesley Snipes I'm that nigga I'm that nigga I'm that nigga Got me down Got me nigga You don't like I 
like, like, like. I got nigga leaving on life. Uh, what? I'm that nigga that you don't like, 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 like. Yeah. So how do you begin to put, like, your hardcore punk roots uh, with rap? And, like, where where do you, like, kind of bleed the two together? Do you see, like, there's, like, much of a difference between the two genres? Um, yeah, like, I mean, I think, like, it's crazy because, like, hardcore kids love rap music. Like, every intermission between a, hard, uh, like, hardcore <laughs> band is just, like, a 3-6 mafia forever. <laughs> you know? But, like, I mean, I don't think, like, the energy that's, like, given out from like very like rap oriented like like you know like three six mafia versus it's like three six mafia versus like death grips where it's like both people are so live that like the energy like that's escalates and like that's given off is just like so beautiful i don't think there's like a difference but i think that like there's a difference in like race sect you know like Mm -hmm. that's like the only difference you know like you don't see many like like white people like at rap shows you don't see many like black kids at hardcore shows that's the only difference yeah and where do you feel like uh as you're kind of like growing this like do you feel you fall on one side or the other do you think that it's like it's one and the same um i think it's one and the same i mean like i don't know like i mean like me and boozy talk about it all the time it's just like they're like the like line straight on is like so the like narrow path in between both of these is like so evident you know it's Mm -hmm. like it's there it's like people just need to take it and when you're producing the tracks i mean um is a lot of it samples is any of it live or like how does the production come together yeah i mean it's all over like because you know i have that root in like hardcore music and stuff like that and playing with bands like i like to sample stuff and i play drums like i've been drumming so um some of it will come from drums but like I don't know. There's just something about like uh, like digital distortion that mm-hmm. like I've really been trying to like like encapsulate and like I don't know. I think I think like he was saying like there's so much middle ground that just hasn't been covered because of this like it's like a language barrier or something. You know what I mean? I mean not like literally a language barrier, but like why why is there not more like shit going on in between? You know what I mean? Like talk more about that. Like what is like expand on that. Well, I mean, like he was saying, like, you go to rap shows and there's, like, two white people there. And it's like, why is that? Like, you go to hardcore shows and there's just, like, predominantly, like, you know, one type of person. And it's just, like, I don't know. I just I just feel like people like to do what they're comfortable with, right. you know, yeah. which is pretty lame, it's, you know? It's, like, like, crazy. <laughs> like, you go to, like, a show and you're just, like, it's, like, rap and, like, hardcore come out of being, like, a minority. Right. And, like, yet, like, they all of a sudden, like, cut off these, like, both of these, like, kind of things that they're built off of and, like, mostly go to, like, the, like, mainstream or, like, whoever is, like, encapsulate the, like, society that they're about or, like, who represents them. Where in which you feel like both uh, areas could, like, pull lessons from each other. Um, well, it's kind of one and the same. I feel like, like we're talking really. politics right now. It's really weird. It's like <laughs> partisan. It's I like mean, maybe it's, you're the man that's going to bridge or the rapper war that's going to bridge together <laughs> everything. You never know, you know? Uh, so where does the concept or what is behind the concept of false prophet? I mean, like, uh, I think, like, the concept is, like, you know, like, I think, like, the prophet side is because, like, first I was going to rap under, like, fuck boy. And then I was like, ah, like. Boy maybe. with a Y or an I? I. Okay. Yeah, just like making sure. That was like an Instagram handle you had yeah, for a minute, for like a I feel while. like. Yeah. But okay. then it was like, I mean, like, I think, like, it's like the profit side is like, there's like songs where, like, I'm still, like, trying to, like, push, like, an agenda or, like, talk about, like, a certain thing that's, like, politically relevant, like, relevant in my life, like, as, like, a black male. But then, like, I also have that, like, kind of, like, false side of, like, being, like, oh, like, I want. I want to make bangers, you know? Like, I want to make some, like, <laughs> trap shit that like people just... just make like, people turn up, basically. Yeah. I mean, huh? that's, that's at the root, I think, of, like, you know, like, all these all this music that we're pulling from is that it has that thing that makes you move, you know what I mean? Like, uncontrollably, despite what's being, like, conveyed politically, I guess, it's yeah. like you're still going to move to it, you know what yeah. I mean? And I think that helps to, like, like, uh, beat it. 
like yeah. beat it into like yeah. people just want to dance. Yeah, yeah. Just just wanna dance. Dance. I just want to dance. Just want to dance. Let's hear. Let's let's get something to dance to. Let's hear another song. Yo yo. Yeah. If I die before I wait, if I die before I wait, my soul too tight. If I die before I wait, if I die before I wait, my soul too tight. If I die before I wait, if I die before I wait, my soul too tight. Do you think it's fake? Dave Chappelle, you come and have Austin 316, nigga got big drinks. Mark up the beats, Austin 316. Nigga got big drinks, mock up the beats, Austin 316, nigga got big drinks, mock up the beats, mock up the beats, mock up the beats, coming in like, if I die before I'm famous, hope that these niggas stop faking, hope that these niggas stop hating, hope that these niggas stop playing, hope that these niggas stop playing, six niggas at my way, six niggas at the pearly gates, six niggas lining up the yay, six niggas lining up the yay, Six, 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 six. Got these niggas shaking. Got these niggas shaking. I tell I'm a Laker. Mama in the front seat crying. Church bells ringing. Everybody die. Fuck what I like. Lay on my start is my black hat of light. All these niggas stuck in the middle path. Got see Nash. I'ma hit him with the pass. If I die before I wait. If I die before I wait. My soul too tight. If I die before I wait. If I die before I wait, my soul too tight. If I die before I wait, if I die before I wait, my soul too tight. These niggas fake. Dave Chappelle, you coming out back? Austin 316, nigga got big dreams. Mark up the beats. Austin 316, nigga got big dreams. Mark up the beats. Austin 316, nigga got big dreams. Mark up the beats. Mark up the beats. Mark up the beats. Coming in my knee like Snap Curry. Whoa, I, uh, I, I. Hey, Phil. He's right out there. Phil's been smiling. Uh, Phil's been smiling. Hi, buddy. Um, So, what's on the horizon? What are you currently working on Um, in the false profit world? Well, like, uh, currently, I mean, like, we're just trying to, like, put out good music. I mean, like, uh, booking we got, shows though. Yeah, booking a lot of shows. We have a. If you get two, that's one more than mattress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I wanna. I wanna say though that we were offered like to do, go this like on this like, small <laughs> local like Vermont. I believe tour, it. Like, I, but, we got a. Yeah, yeah I mean that Vermont the mattress thing was sweet, <laughs> and now like I really mean, learned the industry from mattress and <laughs> took some lessons with you. you know? It turns out there's actually a band name mattress. We couldn't uh, even like persist yeah. any longer, but that's um, yeah, man. No, like, it's Mattress Vermont. That's how you just change it. Mattress VT, trademark. It's pretty good. We uh, got this show uh, with uh, Slug Christ coming up, which is like ATL base. Uh, working on like a little, we have like a show here on uh, April 10th. Working on a show in Philly, mm-hmm. April 8th for like a mini tour. Um, kind of just like, we have like Mickey Blanca's and uh, mm-hmm. and like Chino Moby is like hooking us up with like, kind of like the noise groove um we're just like working on like collaborations kind of like really like trying to hone in on like a sound like the sound like that that like will take us like kind of like put us in like a new a new line even though it's like an homage to like a bunch of older people it's still like our own unique thing totally who uh who did your music video it's pretty great. Oh, okay. It's a great video. Uh, it's the, the home invasion one. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> one, Let's just talk about it. Like, <laughs> shout out to uh, Jace, dude. Well, JB. I want to say that your aesthetic is so strong and your visuals are so strong, and we obviously can't like sort of display yeah. them right now. But yeah. like your music videos are where it hits. You know? I mean, like it's like for anybody who's listening, what's the name of those songs they can find on YouTube? All right, so the name of the songs are uh, Wesley Snipe, Evangelion. And uh, Black Sea Nash, like Neon Genesis. Yeah, we got to talk after okay. this. Yeah, <laughs> we One, we grew up on it. Every single thing. <laughs> yeah, every I'm single wrong. thing. Huge had toys. Had the videos. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm like, and I'm currently everything. tracking the re-released movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Three point three is coming out. Three point three is coming out. I got a bootleg of it. I'm saying like every single thing, every single song that you hear is like, I 
laugh because like I have like Evangelion kill a kill at least one I fucking anime reference anime ghost in the this, show. this was absolutely meant to be yeah yeah like, okay sorry the video um so shout out to JD Burrow like Jace like kills it you know like it's like when it comes together it's like it starts out like an idea that I have Jace takes it then like me Jace and Poozy like sit down and like really kind of we all have like an art background so we're always constantly like flexing all these and like I mean, it's just, like, trying... Like, I was looking at Slipknot videos last night, and I was just like, wow, like, so many of our videos... duality. <laughs> yeah, literally, duality is, like, a secret influence of, like, that fucking Black Steve Nash video. Like, how raw can we get? Like, how raw to, like... Can we get to, like, make people look at it, but then, like, also be like, I don't want to watch, but it's, like, a click hole. You're just yeah. stuck in, like, a YouTube loop. yeah. Um, well, we want to make sure we have time for one more song, but where can people find you, find your music, book you, um, get you on your second radio show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one was sweet. Like, shout out to you guys. Uh, that's it. Um, I mean, you can find me, like, False Prophet. Uh, Prophet is spelled P-R-P-H-T. Is that internet language? Yeah, internet <laughs> language. Um, I mean, uh, Bandcamp, false pro- one False Prophet. Um, SoundCloud and all that shit. Yeah, SoundCloud. Um, check out Poozy, Poozy Forever. Um, and where can you check out your poetry? Well, that's, I mean, I want to make this about him. He's the focal point. But yeah, I, but want, I still do, here. But I do want to interject and say something. So, like, yeah. I was, like, his manager for a little while, but, like, I relinquished that title because he has one of the most, like, insatiable drives and hunger and curiosity to learn and is, like, I've handed the complete throne of self-autonomy to him, and he's just, like, doing his damn thing, and I'm, like, really proud of him, because he's, like, existing between cities, and when I met him in Vermont, I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere, right? It's, like, a bunch of art kids thrown together, and then he had this, like, je ne sais quoi, this, like, aura about him, where you just, like, kind of knew, like... That he'd be great, and I'm really proud of him. Not to be patronizing, but I love you mm-hmm. that he's going in this direction. Cause, but also, she's yeah. a great poet, a beautiful soul. I'm a published poet, I will say that. Um, I'm coming out with my f- first book in two months hey. through Ugly Duckling Press. It's called. Yo, yo, yo. Anyway, I don't want to promote myself. No, the, no, this isn't you, about me. You got, you got right there. Say the name of the what's book. What's it called? Yeah, what's it called? <laughs> There's two. Oh, there's there's one called Sot, and then there's one called No, 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 It's Really Okay. Um, and it's like short block prose. And like, anyway, I've been doing a few readings. I've been doing a lot of readings actually around. I just did one of Baby's All Right. Um, I think Zach, my friend who owns it, is going to give me like an afternoon there to curate. So things are going pretty well in that way. Like, I've just, instead of talking about making shit, I'm actually making it, and that makes all the difference, yeah. you know? Dude, friends are the best. Creative friends are the best. Just and do it. And I love it. Warren, <laughs> and I'll never, I'll never Rarities. forget sleeping on the mattress with no sheets in East New York watching YouTube videos. Perfect. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we want to be, give a shout-out to Matt. Uh, check out the Koreatown book. Uh, hello to Arnella. Uh, hello to the family on the West Coast. Uh, what are you going to take us out with? Uh, do this new track with... Uh, Young prodigy, like fifteen-year-old young flex, dude. Virginia Beach. Virginia <laughs> Beach, killing it, dude. Young flex. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks, thanks, thank you. Thanks. See you guys. Peace, peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a demon, demon. Hold you down, nigga. Hold you down, nigga. Night ray, black slay. Bodies hang, bodies lay. Niggas pray, single slay, but I need night. Watch me slay, watch me slay. But I ski mask all black. Fuck, I'm insane. Why every time I hear a shot, that's a nigga like. Why every time I see the cop, that's a nigga's like. Find you in the night Me but the fucking cop Shit, that's a title fight G4 with the shoddy Mama ready right G4 with the shoddy That's a homicide G4 with the body In my body This is what it sounds like With my fucking people got Demon, 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 black Demon, 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 black Demon, 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 black I think in a lie, maybe I'm one of them. I think in a lie, maybe I'm one of them, one of them. I think in a lie, maybe I'm one of them, one of them. I think in a lie, maybe I'm one of them.
action shorty. Hey, little hoe fall back. I, I pull, pull up, up with my posse. Hey, dressed in all black. Pump action shorty. Hey, little hoe fall back. I pull up with my posse. Hey, dressed in all black. I'm feeling like Marilyn Manson. Selling these bricks out of mansion. Rap game been dancing. Holding your hoe for ransom. Hey, young black punk. I'm feeling like I'm in rancid. They like young flex, you too sick. I'm feeling like I got cancer. Hey, hey, why me pull up on my boat? Pull up, I have my mask on your hoe. If you got problems, you're totally gon' blow. Blow on your breath out all over the flow. Oh, kicking your teeth in your head. Yeah, you hit what I said. I told you be cautious, so I'ma off it. Look at you, honey, you're dead. Hey, I don't want your hoe, she goopin'. Hey, I'm ballin', but I am not hoopin'. Hey, and if you got problems, I pull out that chopper and blast you away like a duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull up on my bros and I'm fooling like Candy Manny, I'm strapped with the toolie. My new chick looking like Kylie, ay. diamonds all up in my bright light. Ay. All these Spanish shits on me, ay. call me Kyrie, no Wiley. Ay. I wanna make up my wife, yeah. That will be getting too pricey, ay. Y'all fussy getting too hypey, yeah. Y'all fussy getting too hypey, I got the juice like some high ay. I got the juice like some high ay. Y'all fussy getting too hypey, yeah. Y'all fussy getting too hypey, yeah. I got the juice like some high I got the juice like some high Rappers ain't getting too high feet. Demon, 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 black. Demon, 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 black. Demon, 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 black. Demon, 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 black. I'm demon alive. I'm demon alive, alive, alive. Now the one and the one and the one and the one. Maybe I'm one of them, one of them. I think I'm a liar, liar, liar. I think I'm a liar, liar, liar. I think I'm a liar. Maybe I'm one of them, one of them. Maybe I'm one of them, one of them. Why, why? Maybe I'm one of them, one of them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm one of them, one of them. Why? I think I'm a liar. Maybe I'm one of them, one of them. Hell yeah. Oh. Shout out Eden, yeah, yeah. Shout out, maybe getting some like female like vocals like interwoven into there, you know? I'm not talking about myself or anything. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.